Are you tired of the sunshine I've been blowing about loving Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason? If you're still listening, then maybe not. But <laughs> if there are, if, if you're still a little bit tired of it, then you're in luck because it's a new year and we're going to start heading in a different direction. Not completely forgetting about loving Monday just like Friday, but as I coach people and I run into people at events that I, where I speak, in companies where I'm consulting, all these different areas where I'm exposed to people and their Monday situation, I'm hearing more and more about how people aren't thriving in general. And so I want to take a little bit different approach going into the new year. And I want to start to talk about things beyond the workday, because there is more to the workday than the workday. There is the home at home time. And a lot of people aren't thriving there. A lot of people have issues there. So we're going to start focusing on some other things. But before we break into that, this first episode in 2024, I want to talk about an experience that I've had recently. Now, I think I may have mentioned this. I've mentioned it on social media. I'm not sure how much I've talked about it in the podcast. But about three months ago, somebody came to me and said, I need your help. I don't love Monday. Um, and I want to love Monday. Well, she said, actually, Mondays have been good, but I want to start a career. And she has been a stay-at-home mom for 12 years. She was just starting her career when she decided to make this move to, to stay at home. And she didn't she was excited at the prospect, but she was also realistic about the fact that she might have to start over at this in her 30s now in jobs that feel like she should have had them when she was 16, and that's what she was mostly worried about. And as I, as I started working with her, uh, I, I looked at it, and, and I, looked at my, I look at my approach for helping people love Monday just like Friday. Now, we're talking about individuals. I help companies and organizations and teams love Monday just like Friday, but for a different reason. But that's a different approach than the individual approach. The individual approach has to do with somebody who has the Sunday scaries uh, and, and doesn't like what they're doing. Or like this woman, they're trying to break into a career for the very kind of the first time. It's not like she didn't have great or good, at least good jobs before, but they were sort of entry level. She was still in the entry level phase before at the time she moved out, moved back home to be a stay at home mom. So her, most people would say her, her prospects are kind of grim because there is a bias against women who stay home to raise children and take a break from a career to do that. And so she's coming in with those biases and worried about that. But I looked at my process for help, helping people get through stuff like this. And while some people would look at that and say, well, this is a different challenge. We're not talking about somebody who's been in the workforce for 
an extended period of time and they're just looking for a new job. No, it is a different process. I'll admit it's a different process. But it's been really interesting because because I know my process works so well and and it works 100% of the time. The disclaimer to the 100% is if you do the work and if you take all the steps and follow all those steps. If you don't, then it works 0% of the time. So it's kind of an all or nothing proposition. So anyway, when she came to me, she had some reservations, but she had optimism. And that I can work with. That I can absolutely work with one, 100% of the time. And, I, and so as we talked about it, I said, this is great. We'll get you there. But we're going to follow a, a process. And, and while you may be ready to get back into the workforce, you're not ready to get back into the workforce. First of all, we got to find out what you're good at, what drives your career, what your strengths are, what mistakes you've made in the past that make you hate Monday. We need to know those things you rock. We need to know lots of stuff about you. We also need to know your story, and you need to know your story, and you need to write your story of your career in a way that's going to be compelling and people want to hear it. We got to do all this stuff before you're allowed to interview, because if you're going to work with me, we're going to follow a process that I is tried and true, and I know it's going to work. And she said, okay. And she signed up. And we've been, we've been working on this for probably the last eight weeks, eight or nine weeks, probably. And two weeks ago, we got to the point where well, let, let, me, let me just give you the nutshell version of these 12 steps. And if you want to get them in detail, there is a blog on lovemondaylikefriday.com called A Bulletproof Process for Loving Monday. If you follow me on LinkedIn, you'll find it out there as well. A Bulletproof Process for Loving Monday, and it's 12 steps. And those 12 steps, in fact, I'm going to bring it up. Those 12 steps are step one, identify your Monday mistakes. Now, if you don't know those those four mistakes that make people hate Monday, go to the, the pilot episode of this podcast, and, and I'm going to highlight those for you. But the, they are the Michael Jordan mistake, the Marty McFly mistake, the Bruce Jenner mistake, and the Horrible Bosses mistake. Hopefully that's piqued your interest enough to go find out what those are. Step number two in this process is, is absolutely assured at getting you to love Monday just like Friday. Step two is identify your career drivers, and there's a process for that. Step three is identify your strengths, and there's a process and assessment for that. Step four is identify that thing you rocked, which is your greatest peak experience you've ever had in the workforce. Step five is to tell your story in your LinkedIn profile and differentiate yourself that way, also so that you can learn your own story and how to tell it. Step six is do your five by five. This is a an analysis of the five organizations that you would just love to work for and the five reasons that you want to work for them. Step seven is build your network deliberately, effectively, and efficiently. Step eight is look at look for jobs in your five-by-five organizations. Step nine is apply for jobs in your five-by-five organizations using your network deliberately. Step 10, do a mock interview and video record it. And then step 11 is start to interview for jobs at your 5x5. Five five. Step 12 is get one of your many possible dream jobs and live happily ever after 
loving Mondays forevermore. So where I, where I am with the woman that I'm working with who has been a stay-at-home mom for 12 years is the mock interview, the video-recorded mock interview. And when, when I coach somebody, we do this twice. We do a, a cold mock interview where I just say, show up, and I'm going to ask you some questions. And based on all the things that you've learned, your five-by-five, your building your story, your peak experiences, your strengths, your career drivers, all of those things, I want you to answer questions, and we're going to video record it. And we did that two weeks ago, and she showed up. We did the video recording, and it was okay. It was average. I wrote a blog for on LinkedIn about eight or nine years ago called, Here's Why I Fell Asleep in Your Job Interview. Her job interview was fine. It was center of the bell curve. It was average. It would have probably gotten her a job in the right situation with the, in a job that she was highly qualified for, but it didn't wow me. And so that was her first video recorded mock interview. I gave her that video recording and I said, now, based on all the things I've taught you and all the things we've coached through, I want you to write me a review on your mock interview, which she did. And she, she took a couple of days to work on that and she sent it to me. And to her credit, she hit on every single thing I would have told her anyway, which also saved me a lot of work because I could just tell her, that's it, spot on. And that's what I told her. I said, I don't have any other suggestions on that part of the interview on the things you touched on. But what I do have some feedback on is in telling your story in a compelling way. So this is what we typically do in a job interview. We go in, if we've done our homework, we go in with primed and ready for with examples. So when they ask you a situational question, a behavioral question, you're primed with an experience that you can tell them about. The challenge is what we do is we, or the problem is, and the shortcoming we have is that we just relate the details of that experience. Fine, that works. And if your experience is better than other people's, maybe you get the job. But what we need to do is tell that as a story and a compelling story. I need you to make a verbal movie for me that pulls me in, that puts me in the setting, that makes me feel the emotions you felt as you tell, as you recount that story of an experience that you went through. And that's what she hadn't done in that first mock interview. So I told her, this is what I want you to do. And I gave her some vocal coaching as well. I said, I want you to modulate your speed and your your volume, and I want you to use the full scale of notes in your voice to put some melody in there and go up and down the scale and make me use your voice to make me feel your story. And I gave her a video, a video example of what I was talking about so that she could kind of pattern hers after that. Well, jump ahead to this past Saturday, and we met again for her second mock interview, and this was more of a dress rehearsal. And I started asking her questions. I just had six or seven questions that I asked her. And I, I used the question. She, she actually has uh, a job interview coming up that she had the, the job description for. And I patterned questions off of that job description that I think they might ask her. And as I asked those questions, she very deliberately 
answered those questions, telling her story, the story she'd written out on her LinkedIn profile, the story that had been so well rehearsed for weeks, and in that last week between the two mock interviews had been well rehearsed. And I couldn't wait to get to the end of that mock interview. I didn't want to break character (laughs) as the interviewer, but I was so excited to see what she had done because she literally pulled me into those stories. And though I'd heard some of those same stories the week before, they didn't have an impact on me because she didn't pull me in. She didn't make a mental movie for me in that job interview process. Now, I'm telling you, when we were done, I, I actually got tears in my eyes because I've watched her evolve from somebody who was hopeful but and optimistic, but not very confident in what she could do to accomplish getting a, a more career position and not have to start over like she was 16. But I'm telling you, whatever job she interviews for, if she interviews like that, she will get the job based on how she interviewed. That's how important that is, that you you nail the interview and how you present yourself in that interview. I don't care if she's applying for something that is seven levels above what her experience shows. She'll be hired because of the way I felt in that interview. And I'd heard those stories before, but she made me feel it. Can you imagine how she's going to make a complete stranger feel about those experiences? What it did for me is it said to me, she can accomplish anything. And it it doesn't matter her education, which she's got. It doesn't matter her experience, which is limited. But she also has experience as a stay-at-home mom. And what was so beautiful is she used examples. I asked a question about project management and managing competing priorities. And she could have pulled from one of her job experiences, but she pulled from her job experience as a stay-at-home mom. And it was so beautiful. It was the best example of the set and the best story of the set. And I would have hired her off of that. That's what she's going to accomplish. I have no concern that when I say this process works 100% of the time for people who follow the steps, it's going to work for her. She's not going to start over. She's going to pick up ahead of where she was when she left the quote-unquote normal workforce to be a stay-at-home mom. And make no mistake about it, being a stay-at-home mom is legitimate experience. And if you're a hiring manager and you think anything less of that, well, first of all, hate to be gender biased, but you're probably a man. But even if that's not the case, if you're biased against stay-at-home moms, you need to take a look at yourself and and see what your motivations are because that is some meaningful experience. And she highlighted it for me in a beautiful way, which was part of our objective as we went through this process. I said, we're going to use your stay-at-home mom experience to get you a career job. And we're absolutely going to do it. I'll give you updates in the future. She's now just barely ready eight or nine weeks into the process to start interviewing and start getting those, using that network she's built to get those those insider, um, that the insider access to, to those job interviews. And I'm telling you, when she gets job interviews, she's going to be able to choose which job she takes. It's not going to be a matter of, oh, just give me a job and I'll take whatever it is. It's going to be a matter of, I've got five jobs to choose from. I got five offers. Which one's going to work for me? That's the beauty of being deliberate about loving Monday, just like Friday. And she's doing that. And I'm going to be excited to give you updates as we go along.
So enough about that. We are moving into a new year. And in that new year, I want you to, I want to help you thrive on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I want to help you thrive in the evenings and on the weekends too. So we're going to start talking about some different things. We're going to have some different guests that are going to, uh, going to help you apply some things that are going to help you thrive in life. And we're going to go beyond Mondays now. It's been 10 years that I've been chasing this Love Monday Like Friday, and it's, it's been a fun ride. And I'm not giving it up, but I'm moving on to bigger and better things. One of the big things we're going to talk about is relationships, because I have another process that I've, that I've built. <laughs> it was for my own personal use, and uh, I had no intention of ever suggesting anybody else use it in, in building relationships and strengthening relationships. But as I've told people about it, they've come to me and said, okay, um, help me with this then. Uh, it sounds like what you did is working, and, and I think it would work for me. So um, it's called um, The Seven Bridges of a Solid Relationship. I've kind of branded it because, because now people are wanting more information about it. And so for the next few weeks, we're going we're gonna to start talking about that on the podcast. I'm going to tell you my story, my um, kind of grim story about relationships and what got me to the point where I built this framework that was just for me just to help me out. But as I've shown it to other people, they'll be like, now, which bridge, I'm experiencing this, now, which bridge is this? And it's been kind of fun and gratifying that I kind of stumbled into this, but it's really helping people. And this is going to be our first stop in 2024 on helping you love Saturday, just like you already love Monday, just just like Friday, but for a different reason. Kind of a long tagline. I'm probably not going to stick with that. I'll be honest with you. But what my point is, is that there's more to life than Monday through Friday, and we're going to start working on those things too. I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll share this. I hope you'll subscribe. And I hope you'll leave me a review somewhere out where you get your podcast because I want to know if this is helpful to you. And I think it's going to get even more helpful in 2024. Thanks for joining me. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you soon. 